Today we will read a section of scripture and discuss what it means and how it applies to our lives. It is my hope that God will speak to you through these words and bring you closer to him. I am blessed to have this opportunity to speak with you and I thank you so much for being with me here today. I would like to thank This and That for sponsoring us today. Please call This and That at 919-693-7058 or visit them at 125 Main Street in Oxford, North Carolina. You will be pleasantly surprised at what you'll find. Today's scripture selection is Hosea chapter 11, verses 1, 2, and 7 through 10, and also Hosea chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 6 through 14. The King James Version reads as follows. When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. As they called them, So they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam and burned incense to graven images. And my people are bent to backsliding from me. Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Adma? How shall I set thee as Zeboam? Mine heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man, the Holy One in the midst of thee, and I will not enter into the city. They shall walk after the Lord. He shall roar like a lion. When he shall roar, then the children shall tremble from the west. Ephraim feedeth on wind and followeth after the east wind. He daily increases lies and desolation, and they do make a covenant with the Syrians, and oil is carried into Egypt. The Lord has also a controversy with Judah, and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings will he recompense him. Therefore turn thou to thy God, keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. He is a merchant, the balances of deceit are in his hand. He loveth to oppress. And Ephraim said, Yet I am become rich. I have found me out substance in all my labors. They shall find none iniquity in me that were sin. And I, that am the Lord thy God from the land of Egypt, will yet make thee to dwell in tabernacles as in the days of the solemn feast. I have also spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Is there iniquity in Jalad? Surely they are vanity. They sacrifice bullocks in Gilgal. Yea, their altars are as heaps in the furrows of the fields. And Jacob fled into the country of Syria, and Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he kept sheep. And by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, and by a prophet was he preserved. Ephraim provoked him to anger most bitterly. Therefore shall he leave his blood upon him, and his reproach shall his Lord return unto him. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. 
we ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you will use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor, in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are familiar. Once again, we see a group of God's people turning their backs on God. God has blessed them in many ways, and they have become prosperous. It seems to be human nature that the more prosperous we are, the more we forget God. We stop teaching our children about God and stop relying on Him. This disappoints God very much. He wants us to love Him, acknowledge Him, and follow His example. We seem to be like the apprentice who, once he had become comfortable in his work and made a few dollars, he felt that he had surpassed his mentor and no longer needed to lean on his knowledge, experience, and expertise. Not knowing what he did not know, the apprentice saw himself as a mature and knowledgeable workman, not knowing that he had just begun to learn. The people in our scriptures today are even worse than this. They have found a way to make more money than they need. They have made allies and friends in the world and feel that they no longer need God. They do not know what they do not know. They have become arrogant about their abilities and resources and have begun to lie, cheat, and even worship idols. Once again, God, our patient Father, will have to step in and correct the path His children are on. Let's get right to it. The first section of today's text, chapter 11, verses 1, 2, and 7 through 10, reads, When Israel was a child, then I loved him, and called my son out of Egypt. As they called them, so they went from them. They sacrificed unto Balaam, and burned incense to graven images. And my people are bent to backsliding from me, Though they called them to the Most High, none at all would exalt him. How shall I give thee up, Ephraim? How shall I deliver thee, Israel? How shall I make thee as Adma? How shall I set thee as Zeboam? Mine heart is turned within me. My repentings are kindled together. I will not execute the fierceness of mine anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim. For I am God and not man, the Holy One in the midst of thee. And I will not enter into the city... They shall walk after the Lord. He shall roar like a lion. When he shall roar, then the children shall tremble from the west. This section refers back to another time when God's people had turned their backs on him. When God safely brought them out of Egypt, they began to look back at Egypt with rose-colored glasses, thinking of how they had food to eat and a roof over their heads. They very quickly began to backslide and worship idols. God needs to correct their path again, and it hurts his heart to think of what must be done. Verse 8 refers to Adma and Eboam. These were sister cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Israel is at risk of being punished similar to the way that those two cities were punished. God's fury and anger is softened by compassion. Similar to the earthly father who knows that his child needs correction, and that this correction will be difficult on their child. They know in their heart that they need to do this, but they also, in their heart, want to avoid doing this because they know the correction will hurt the child, but is also necessary for the child and will benefit the child in the future. The final verse of this section, verse 10, says that the Israelites will walk after God. In the end, God's punishment will result in his people's correction, and they will begin to walk in the way that God requires. God's holiness requires correction, while his love is restorative. 
Jesus' sacrifice on the cross satisfies both. As sin's price is paid, the path to eternal life is paved. Satisfying God's requirements, making life in the presence of God possible for all of us. The second section of today's text, Hosea chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 6, reads, Ephraim feedeth on wind, and followeth after the east wind. He daily increaseth lies and desolation, and they do make a covenant with the Assyrians, and oil is carried into Egypt. The Lord hath also a controversy with Judah, and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his doings will he recompense him. Therefore turn thou to thy God, Keep mercy and judgment, and wait on thy God continually. Here Ephraim refers to Israel, who was shown as feeding on and following the wind. Israel is depending on and trusting in their treaty with the Assyrians and with Egypt. Israel has once again turned them back on God, and has begun to rely on the money and power of the world instead. Ephraim, Jacob, and Judah, which likely refer to all the kings of Israel and Judah, are being warned against this. They are to repent and turn back to God. In this case, a change of heart is not enough. It must also be paired up with a change of behavior. Verses 7 and 8 of today's text read, He is a merchant. The balances of deceit are in his hand. He loveth to oppress. And Ephraim said, Yet I am become rich. I have found me out substance. In all my labors they shall find none iniquity in me that were sin. These two verses seem to be the people's voice. In their heart, they are deceitful and crooked. Not only this, but they are enjoying this. They are making a lot of money and feel that they are safe from repercussions. They have been doing this for so long that they seem to have stopped listening to God and what they know God requires of them. This type of arrogant betrayal of God is a common theme in humanity. We get away with sin once or twice, and maybe we feel bad about it. But if nothing seems to happen to us because of it, we feel safe and it gets easier. We should always keep in mind, though, that God is watching us, and though he sometimes gives us a lot of rope, he will correct us if we do not correct ourselves. Verses 9 through 12 of our text reads, And I that am the Lord thy God from the land of Egypt will yet make thee to dwell in tabernacles, as in the days of the solemn feasts. I have also spoken by the prophets and have multiplied visions, and used similitudes by the ministry of the prophets. Is there iniquity in Jalad? Surely they are a vanity. They sacrifice bullocks in Gilgal. Yea, their altars are as heaps in the furrows of the fields. And Jacob fled into the country of Syria. And Israel served for a wife, and for a wife he kept sheep. Here God is reminding them that while he is the loving God who brought them out of Egypt, he will nonetheless punish them. God is saying here that he will yet make them dwell in tabernacles, which are huts as in the days of the solemn feast. This feast was an annual event during which the Israelites lived in temporary huts to remember their days of relying on God in the wilderness. They are being warned that this annual remembrance will again become their way of life. The verse is showing that God has spoken to the people by prophets, by visions, and by similitudes, which are parables, but they have not listened. Beyond this, the people are presenting sacrifices in Gilgal, a major pagan shrine, and yet these same people profess to love God as the only one and true God. They are very proud of their shrines and their wealth, but these will do them no good in the long run. The last section of today's scripture, verses 13 and 14, reads, And by a prophet the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt, 
and by a prophet was he preserved. Ephraim provoked him to anger most bitterly. Therefore shall he leave his blood upon him, and his reproach shall his Lord return unto him. This verse again refers to how God brought the Israelites out of captivity in Egypt, and that the Israelites are about to go into another captivity. But just as God used Moses to bring them out of Egypt, he will lead them out of another captivity if they listen to Hosea. Each of us should take time today to reflect on the things in our lives that are not pleasing to God. Are there habits or activities that we enjoy that work against what God wants for us? Or are against what God has commanded us to do or not to do? God loves us and wants the best for us. He gives us many chances to correct ourselves, but eventually if we do not do it, God will do it for us. Take time today to talk to God, ask his forgiveness, and work to walk in his will to improve your life and the lives of all those that your life touches. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ at 832-377-0044 or at blackhatradio at zohomail.com with Christ quarter in the subject line. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. I would like to thank This and That for sponsoring us today. Please call This and That at 919-693-7058, or visit them at 125 Main Street in Oxford, North Carolina. You'll be pleasantly surprised at what you'll find. I'm Kirk Royster, and it has been a privilege to talk with you today. I'll see you next time right here on The Christ Quarter.